Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rasmus Mark. Rasmus Pete. We're back. I hope you had a lovely uh, Christmas and Boxing Day. We only sort of figured out the timings of the last one, and we realised that the last show, which was Hulk Hogan versus Warrior, non-union face paint man, <laughs> as he's known <laughs> to the WWF. Uh, yeah, he, that went out on uh, Boxing Day. So I hope yeah. you had a great Christmas, and I hope that uh, you're gearing up for a cracking. New Year. This is this is the dead period, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it really is. You, isn't it? you have got stinker. through all of your podcasts, and, and <laughs> who is here racing to your rescue? Yeah, running in. Uh, we're doing a run in with some podcasts. Yeah, it's like when there's a really boring match, Christmas, and two really exciting wrestlers, us, run in, <laughs> release a podcast, mm. and you then uh, cheer. Yeah, you you just cheer. Just cheer. Uh, yeah. Yay! What's the match we're doing? Uh, we, it's an interesting one. Heroes of, Re- Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view in 1999. Ah, legendary is one of the worst pay-per-views of all time. Right, whose company did this? <laughs> <laughs> this was done by a guy who was called Bill Stone. Mm. He had a, a, a company called Fosstone, and Fosstone were, they, they, they did a lot of college uh, games and sort of right, sports okay, and okay, things yeah. like that. They had no experience in wrestling. And the chap who who, who conceived this series of events, mm. he'd learnt something about sort of pro leagues and college stuff where he was like, why isn't there a veterans tour yeah. for wrestling? Like the Harlem Globetrotters or something like that. Yeah. Like and people he, are getting on a little bit. The Legends matches when it comes to like Real Madrid and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, they, and they do this sort of golf as well, don't yes, they? They yeah. have a seniors tour. Yeah. And uh, there was something, There's an. it was a nice idea. I think mm. he'd grown up in a period in the 70s and 80s. His favourite wrestlers were Bob Backlund and Jesse Ventura. Mm. Neither of them could do it. I think at the time, Bob Backlund, I think he may have even been trying to run for president right. um, and Jesse Ventura was a uh, senator yeah. so he couldn't get either of those or he may have been the governor at that point mm. I don't think he was ever a senator was he um, and uh, this this guy just basically thought, thought I've seen a gap in the market mm. now 1999 was a period where wrestling was really having a massive boom so WWF stars are on the front of TV Guide WCW is pretty much neck and neck with WWE in the ratings there is a lot of money to be made yeah all you have to do is just provide something that people want to see mm. and preferably work with people who are, to even a small degree, responsible. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it all really fell Unraveled. down. Now, the chap who, who did this, who's called Bill Stone, he said, um, 
we are not going to resort to the tactics that so many of the modern wrestling programs do, the way women are treated and the vulgarity. He said, I got almost all of the guys that I used to watch when I was a kid, and most of them are still very active. Um, King Kong Bundy, one of the people who he got for this pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, King Kong Bundy has had a big early part of his career um, in WrestleMania 2. He was mm-hmm. in the main event. And he he sort of got out of WWF at a time when he was still young. Mm. He'd spent the rest of his career working in small independents. And this was, I think, seen as being a, a businessman who was setting up something. He gave them long contracts. He was saying there'll be four pay-per-views a year. We'll do lots of things. He really tried to make this a big organisation. Yeah. Bundy was very, very keen on it when it first started. He said um, it didn't matter so much that they were senior wrestlers. He said the old older the violin, the sweeter the music. Mm. Um, and Bill Stone worked very hard. He got a lot of deals. He It was even shown, I believe, on tape delay on ITV. Oh, really? Yeah. It's sort of odd little uh, well, historical fact. Well, the thing is, the thing that gets me is, like, he was trying to sort of make it like a family-oriented um, show by getting these sort of, like, prestige wrestlers, these, these, these guys yeah. who've done it for ages. <laughs> and then he booked Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a misstep, isn't it? Not just that, he was horrified when what he saw the blood. <laughs> <laughs> he really made a terrible mistake. I think he didn't know quite enough about wrestling. He yeah. remembered it from the 70s mm. uh, when he was obviously growing up. He was only 35 when he put this on. So right. I think he was just a little bit naive about what the world of wrestling was like. <laughs> he spent over $300,000 putting this all together. Mm. That covered hiring a booking agent and screenwriter, marketing, uh, contracts for more than 20 wrestlers, which were all done through uh, proper legal channels. Yeah. Uh, and he established a website, which is www.heroesofwrestling.com. <gasps> Let me tell you, that domain is available. <laughs> <laughs> I've checked, it's waiting there to be bought. Um, <laughs> he seemed to go in with the best intentions, and he seemed like a very noble and decent man. Mm. And Everybody on this card, all the wrestlers, takes the piss. They took the, <laughs> they ripped the arse out of it. They could have had a sweet thing going, and actually, they all just, they basically, they went, "Can we go into this playground?" And he went, "You are more than welcome into my new custom-built playground. Mm. Just one thing, please don't smear shit over everything." <laughs> and they went, <laughs> and they smear shit over everything. It is. I mean, it, it's bad to watch. Mark, did they record this at 2am? Because everyone seems a little off their game. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the worst thing is they probably filmed it about 6pm. <laughs> and everyone is shit-faced. Don't do it in a casino. No. Don't do it in a magic casino. Because there, there's some funny bits. It opens with a sort of thing where they talk about, um, they, they say there's a hurricane 20 years ago absolutely decimated this part of uh, Biloxi. Um, and they went, well, tonight maybe there's going to be, people have died in that. <laughs> and it's all this thing where it's just slightly off. The ring announcer, he does a, Great bit where he repeats the same word. Um, I've got it here. No, slagging off a ring announcer for not being good as I go through my notes. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Ah, get out of the sandbox. He actually mentioned sandbox. That's where I've obviously got that image of the oh, playground right, being okay, desecrated. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the sandbox because playtime is over. And tonight, somebody's going to get their ass whipped tonight. <laughs> he says tonight twice. He does. Oh. He puts the two in tonight. <laughs> the useless lump. <laughs> um, they were originally going to have Gordon Soley, the veteran broadcaster. He of the, uh, 
souple. Um, oh, yes. Which I was told the other day uh, by someone on Twitter, they said, well, actually, he's, Gordon Soli is right. Souple comes from the French. Mm. But, I mean, language changes. <laughs> I think, you know, we all call it suplex now. It really does, yeah. And uh, Gordon Soli was supposed to be the commentator on, on this event, but he uh, had had, a, a, I think, a very early sign of the throat cancer that would ultimately kill him. Right. So he pulled out, and they made no mention uh, of it, and they replaced him with a guy who was who was called uh, Robbie Rosenblum, Randy Rosenblum. Right. And he was not a wrestling fan, and he makes so many mistakes <laughs> within it. And I, I and I, I've often thought about this. I think play by play is very very difficult. Yeah. When you see a move and have to remember what okay, move it is, yeah, what variation exactly. it is, what whether he's got a character specific version of it. Exactly. Well, he. <laughs> He does better than that. Uh, he calls an arm drag by Marty Ginetti. He calls a reverse slam takedown. Um, right. The drop kick was the thing that gave him the most trouble. Yeah. He calls it three different things over the course of the evening. A flying kick, a flying leg kick, and then a leg drop. So That's not a leg drop. I, no. I would know the third one. The other two, I think, are forgivable. Yeah. Leg drop. <laughs> yeah. He should have known. I mean, t- uh, to some degree, a drop kick is a flying kick and a flying leg kick. Yeah. Yeah, but the third one is, is I mean, he's terrible. Um, they basically, <laughs> it goes through and it's pedestrian there are some terrible matches there's one between the Bushwhackers and Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik which is every bit as bad as you'd imagine (laughs) he had this thing about the legends coming back together again but Mm. the matches they put together just stank Mm. Uh, Greg Valentine versus I think George the Animal Steel there was a guy called Julio Fantastico who I have not even heard of Julio Fantastico (laughs) I mean I'm very interested that George the Animal Steel is still kicking it this late 1999 I I think kicking is strong Um, he was moving is is his um, back hair white now I presume I can only presume (laughs) really long like a massive snowball (laughs) Uh, uh, the the main event was the the real problem so there were going to be two main events Yeah. Um, one was Jim the Anvil Neidhart versus Jake the Snake Roberts which is not a main event anywhere outside of this pay-per-view. <laughs> and the other was called, I think it was a Battle of the Thousand Pounds or something like that. Right. Because of their weight Big between choice. Yokozuna and King Kong Bundy. Yes. And I don't think anyone particularly wanted to see that match, but you could legitimately say, well, these are two men who have been in WrestleMania main events. Yes. And I think that's an interesting little curia. Mm. Um, but they, these main events, they didn't happen. No. Because one man... <laughs> decided to ruin everything. (laughs) And that man was Jake the Snake Roberts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Merry Christmas, Carlos. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you all next week right here on the New Year's Eve Wait a minute. Prime Time. That was my Rolex? Jake. Uh, uh. Can we get all like the serious stuff out of the way? Yeah, he had troubles. Yeah, he's got trouble. Like, he, 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 I think he's clean now, isn't he? But like, he's um, yeah, he's he's had an amazing, remarkable, and I think to a lot of people, unbelievable, entirely unexpected, mm. uh, uh, complete reversal of fortune. Yeah, and he was kind of famous at this point for being uh, a drunk. And, yeah, uh, substance abuse uh, problems and stuff, um, and it's very much in full effect in this match. It is, my God. Yes, he looks like shit. He does. He probably smells. He can smell it off the telly. <laughs> he smells like shit. He's drunk. He's <laughs> he's his promo. He faces the camera twenty five percent of the time. Yep. Uh, he's going. Don't play. Don't play. Don't come to the casino with me. <laughs> don't play cards with me because I'll cheat. <laughs> I you play blackjack, I got two of them. And you play poker with me. <laughs> There's a lovely bit where he starts saying to the cameraman, Don't don't film a snake, film up here. Film up here. <laughs> and the cameraman is clearly not listening. Yeah. I mean often when you're doing a job like especially like in telly, you concentrate on your job. Yeah. And the idea that he's listening to the promo when he's filming the snake. <laughs> so Jake is just going, Cameraman, up here. I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And then they do it, at which point Jake does nothing with it. <laughs> so this is really the moment where everyone's going, okay, what's going to happen How here? are we going to do with this? Jake then comes down to the ring. <laughs> he does some amazing stuff Jim in Jim Neidhart match. looks really good in this as well. Jim Neidhart looks great. He's in great shape. Mm. At one point, he visibly laughs when he thinks the cameras are nothing, which I really like. <laughs> when he starts chatting to uh, Bundy, I think, uh, um, he really laughs, and then he looks at the camera and goes, mm, I'm angry. I've got to pretend I'm angry. <laughs> but this is funny. <laughs> the, the, what's really funny about this is you see the three other wrestlers, because what happens is the match with Anvil, Jake the Snake is so fucked during it yeah. that the promoter sort of says to King Kong Bundy, go down there, mm. we've got to work something out. Yeah. And Bundy goes down, and then they send Yokozuna out, and they very quickly sort of go, it's a tag match. Yeah. Before that, we've seen Jake come down, he's put the snake in the ring, He's then gone back up the ramp and disappeared. He then comes back down. He walks around ringside. He gets a woman's hands, like a middle-aged woman. And she's going, woo! And he grabs her hands and she goes, woo! And he starts rubbing her hands on his nipples, right? She is not... She's not... I she's mean, not she's into disgusted. It. <laughs> but... He's- is it funny? She's sort of going, I don't think this can be an assault because it, there's a lot of people here and he's a star and I don't know, I'm, I'm sort of touching him. He's not, he's not, um, he's in dreadful shape. He looks, oh, he's awful. Dre- he looks awful. He's wearing, 
um, the jogging bottoms that he's pulled up over his tum tum. <laughs> yes. And um, but where where are they from? <laughs> I, I looked at them and I was thinking, where would you go to get those? They're like something out of a horror film. They're baggy at the top of the bottom. <laughs> I know, shapeless sort of curtain <laughs> trousers. Um, I, he he just he looks appalling. I mean, I mean. It's hard to imagine how he was living at that time. But one of the things I found out is that he didn't have a snake. And the promoter had basically said um, he actually rents the snakes locally when he turns up. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I had to sign an agreement with a local snake vendor that you'd get to the get snake the back. snake. Yeah. Um, so Jake didn't actually know this snake. So... There's a bit where he's just sort of like smacking it. So, and then he gets it out and uses it as his own dick. Snake, he gets the snake out, starts, gets the head of the snake and starts mm. pretending to masturbate with it. Yeah. Its head. Then he lays on his back and starts licking its starts licking it, like yep. he's getting it off with it. Yeah. All the <laughs> while, like, a wrestling match is happening. <laughs> they, there's a good bit where he licks it and the camera's just cut to the audience. And, and the, what do you expect people are going to be doing? You're sort of going, don't show that on TV. <laughs> well, everyone's just going, oh. And it makes it worse because you can't see what is developing in the ring. <laughs> Apparently they cut the they cut the broadcast at the end because he just started taking his clothes off. <laughs> he did, he started taking his trousers off. The funniest bit in it is that attempt to, to sort of go, he's ruining everything. How can we build something around it that that's not noticeable? So Bundy obviously comes down, and so does Yokozuna. And then for some reason, they make it a tag match, and Bundy and Neidhart, who are on one side, they don't let Jake tag out. They keep him in the ring. So he never... It's not like you get Yokozuna in and you go, well, we'll work together and, and we'll do it. Yokozuna comes in the ring once for about three seconds. And they just... They, they they basically make him tag Jake again. And then they're just sort of going, well, this isn't working. <laughs> Guys, think. Get him out of the think. ring. So get they end the up, ring. rather than Neidhart just going, oh, well, why don't I get counted out? <laughs> they end up putting Jake on instead of like a 20-minute match. He's there for 40 minutes. <laughs> Think this through. You got oh. y- Yokozuna. But he's not even called the y- Yokozuna, is he? He's, he's, he's like the, I think they call him formally Yokozuna. Yeah, the previous Yokozuna. Or that, something. That's not getting round copyright. <laughs> that's not. It doesn't matter. He'll be dead within the year, and that's the actual truth. <laughs> he like dies getting, the next year. It's like getting like a, a book. What's the Booker Prize winner? Milkman this year, right? It's like me getting a copy of that book and writing at the at the front um, previously, and then going, "I'm selling this myself because it's slightly different." There are Yokozuna oh. as well comes out. You have never seen a fatter man. No, his bum and legs are the. So- I, I can't think what they're like. They're like you know that big that picture of that big cow. Yes, it's like if you stuck a head on that. <laughs> That's Yokozuna. It, it's absolutely a disgusting. Californian man's face. Um, oh, so I like, sad. Well, it is so sad. But like, and he died um, not long after, months away from death. This mm. guy, and he didn't die of a heart attack. He died his, his lungs were full of fluid and all that stuff, and he choked. He could have gone on longer. That's yeah. the worst thing. It wasn't a heart attack. He just didn't cough enough or something. I don't know. <laughs> so he could have got even bigger. That's all I'm saying. I know. Well, uh, and we talked about this before, but he was actively trying to do that. Yeah. He, he wanted to be fatter and fatter and fatter. And it just, I mean... It's an know, extreme form of body dysmorphia. I'll give him that. It is, yeah. I think mm. he thought it would be It would be in some way... A, beneficial. A, a beneficial. But the reality yeah. is, when he was fit and able to move, and uh, that is, you know, he, he was never small, mm. but when he was ad- more agile, he was still a huge spectacle. Yeah. But he was... A man who could move and he could he could work. Mm. And at this point, I mean, he really is... It's hard to imagine he, he'd be able to do very much. 
He is just stamping around. Maybe that's the reason when they bring him in. I mean, he was going to have a singles match. God knows what that would have been like. But, <laughs> but he does nothing in this match. But we were spoiled. The, we, we didn't get that singles match because Jake the Snake turned up a rather little too worse for wear. Again, we, talk, we talked on, on a previous episode about, about you know wrestling, seeing Vince McMahon get really, really frustrated and angry mm. and not able to actually say anything because he's on television <laughs> in the Hell in the Cell match. In this one, what you see is a drunk man mm. and no one just goes, sit down or stop doing that. Yeah. They all go, how can we construct a really delicate house of cards that hides the fact that this man is on television and is incredibly drunk? Mm. Where else would you do that? <laughs> Anywhere else you just go, oh, we're not doing this. <laughs> in wrestling, they go, work out something on the hoof, an improvisation that hides <laughs> this fact and it's unhideable yeah. Jake is more drunk on this show than pretty much anyone you see outside of those here's CCTV from Latvia of a man <laughs> falling off a balcony and walking away you know it, it's an astonishing spectacle the um the weirdest thing about it is the, the promoter was really panicking mm. and he said to a guy who worked I think you know for part of the ring crew mm. he just went just run down there and do something. And this guy appears, and the commentators don't know who he is. He's not a wrestler. And he's bald, and he looks sort of like a miniature King Kong Bundy. That's right, yeah. And none of the wrestlers know who he is. They don't know what he's doing. And he begins sort of shouting, and he's not saying to them, wrap this up. Yeah. He's sort of trying to do something else. And at one point, he begins throttling Jake Roberts. And apparently, his idea was that Jake Roberts would get really angry and he'd chase him and then they could finish the get match. Get rid of, yeah. I mean, that again is sort of going, I mean, that is risky, a drunk man it? is going to do exactly what I do. He just sits there throttling him, throttling, throttling, throttling him and he realises it's not going to work and in full view of the camera he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> again, a really disappointed man, not something you see on TV very often. He's more likely to sort of just fall asleep than actually chase you, mate. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> um, they end up having um, a, a Bundy pin Jake Roberts. Yes. Jake does a sort of hard kick out but it's a fast count and they need to wrap this up why on earth Yokozuna hadn't stepped in it's just it's just absolutely bizarre <laughs> but they had to shut it as you're right 20 minutes before the end of the pay-per-view yeah. because Jake had begun undoing his trousers and because it's such a poorly run show it then cuts back after they've gone to their sort of their their company thing it suddenly cuts back into the ring yokozuna is getting out of the ring and you can just see in the bottom right hand corner jake is lying on his back in the corner writhing about and it's just it's a living nightmare oh it's oh, magic we will link to this on the rest of pod check it out it's it really is something else it's really really good um the, 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 i mean it is it is funny and it's also a big thing about how uh, this Bill Stone guy he came in with the best intentions yeah. and he really wanted to change the life of these wrestlers and you know it wasn't a bad idea at a, you know at, at the bad time the thing mm. that ruined it was the wrestlers yeah. and he he there was an interview that I read I think it's with him they say it's someone who's involved yeah. but this guy is talking about booking and things and I believe it is the same guy um, but he said <laughs> after the show when he he basically said I turned to the technical director and I said fade it to black we faded to black and that was the end of the show he'd been saying to the technical director can you stop this can you stop <laughs> it he said afterwards i felt terrible because clearly this is not the way it should have been i didn't know 
and I take total responsibility. I walked out, I looked at all the guys, I shook all their hands, and I said, I want to thank you for your time. I walked out of there, and I never did another wrestling event again. Aww. Isn't that sad? It is sad. The way that it shut down, like, they were already, on the pay-per-view, you could hear the um, the announcers telling everyone to leave. I <laughs> know, I know. It's very sad. Um, Jake Roberts' story, uh, you'd have watched this, and I think there would have been a time uh, where we wouldn't have looked at this match at all, because mm. I think it would have been part of an ongoing eventual tragedy um actually what happens is that jake as you say he did turn his life around there's a very very good documentary that was on uh, netflix for quite a while called the resurrection of jake the snake mm. which is about his road to sobriety yeah you can also see him in one of the absolutely best wrestling documentaries that you'll ever see in your life which is beyond the mat mm. and he has a period in that and it was filmed at a time uh, it was around this time actually 1999 2000 and it's filmed when jake is very much at the bottom of the barrel yeah and he is taking crack and he is still so bright and intelligent he has a brilliant wrestling mind mm. and just personal demons that got onto him you know which is a real shame it's so great to see how well he looks and it's just brilliant to see you know that he can keep on going mm. what a nice thing what a nice end to a story yeah and it's not the end that normally happens in wrestling people have a bad time and then things go from bad to worse it's odd to watch something where someone is at the very worst I shouldn't think Jake Roberts wants to watch this match no. but it's fantastic to be able to watch it full in the knowledge that he would turn his life around and things would get better for him awesome stuff well this has been another episode post Christmas of WrestleMemus the 12 Christmas yeah Memuses Memuses <laughs> I think, I think we, we refer to it as all sorts of things in the yeah. course of it grapplemus and I mean it really doesn't the doesn't important matter. thing is that we talk about Jake the Snake wanking a snake <laughs> In, in front of a shocked audience and a man who has invested huge amounts of his savings into inflicting that upon an unwilling public. Round of applause. Well done, that man. Wrestle me, Pete! Wrestle me, Mark! Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.